Hi, I'm Victoria. And I'm Lexi. And welcome to Entry Level, the podcast for people figuring it out. If this is your first episode with us, welcome. Make sure to check out our trailer and get a better idea of who we are and why we started this all. Lexi, how are you doing? How are you feeling? Doing pretty well. Um, has been about 48 hours since we were last sitting here recording, asking each other how we were doing. Very um, true. Very true. Can't say on my end too much has changed, but what about you? <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> we are definitely um, recording some batch episodes before I am before I leave and come back from Europe. So right. that'll be one of the last times you hear me say that. Um, but yeah, we had some technical um, difficulties with our first <laughs> first intro of this recording. So um, I'm not even going to lie about it. We are trying again. So I can't <laughs> even redo the magic of what I said the first time. I'm just going to go with the flow now. No, I tried. I tried. But what I did think of is... At the time that we recorded the last episode, we hadn't celebrated your birthday. Yeah. And now we have, so, which I feel like is fitting yeah. for this episode. Yes, that is very true. We'll get into that later. But um, yeah, um, do you want to get into it now? Yeah, let's let's get into it. Yeah. So um, today, I feel like, yeah, I feel like we're going a little off track compared to our last couple episodes I think we've always kind of started with something like fall related or is that not true it's not true we literally we did, just did bopper fall we did fall bucket list mm-hmm. and then before that we did like fall comfort stuff with Rachel no that was bopper flop and I just brought up pumpkin spice or I brought up fall because Rachel doesn't like the fall oh wow yeah we talked about Jack Harlow. <laughs> You're right. Speaking of, speaking of Jaden. Okay. So for those of you who haven't listened yet, um, <laughs> on that episode, yeah, we did bopper flop. And I said that I thought Jack Harlow was a bop just because I'm not outwardly like a hater of his, um, even though I am pretty outspokenly and hater of like many other things in the world. <laughs> um, but literally I saw like Bree's comment, like Bree commented and it was like, I can't believe you said that. Jaden, my younger sister, texted me. And like she we don't like text constantly yeah. every day, but she was like, she's like, Are you busy? It was like <laughs> it was like a work day. I was like, she was like, Are you busy? I was like, Yeah, is everything okay? Because normally it's like, Yeah, are you busy? I need to call you, I need to talk. <laughs> and um I was like, Well, yeah, like I'm in a meeting, like, is everything okay? And she was like, You like Jack Harlow? <laughs> like, she was about to call me and like have a conversation over that. And I was like, Y'all didn't listen or y'all didn't read. I'm not, I'm not, you know, cheering him on per se, but he does make me laugh. Um, no, I, I was surprised when you said it too. I, I can't even lie, but I was like, I'll go with it. I won't question it. Yeah, I don't know. I still feel confident in my answer. I'm sure that there are, you know, I could nitpick everybody on here. <laughs> Good things, bad things people have done. But my initial response is that like, oh, he has like made me laugh in his interviews. Um, I specifically mm-hmm. think of the one, who was he with? Like Drewski? Maybe, oh, yeah. Was favorite, was like, favorite vaccination spot. Yeah, and he was like, oh, wow, they get political on here. He said, <laughs> he said, he said that's his vacation spot. Um, but that one was actually very funny to me. Yeah. But anyway, on today's, we are going to play a nice, wholesome game of F. Mary Kill. <laughs> Again, but our categories this time are kind of funny, in my opinion. <laughs> yeah. um, so let's start. Let's get into it. Um Category one, grocery stores. Out of our list, we have Trader Joe's, Whole Foods, and Sprouts. Are we going to do it where we guess each other's? I feel like we know these ones. Like, I feel very confident. Um, I feel like I know yours, but I actually don't know. Okay. You can guess if you want. Yeah. Okay. I feel like you would f trader joe's mary sprouts kill whole foods that's actually not what i would have chosen so you would f sprouts mary trader joe's yeah and off with whole foods yeah well i knew that that one was there but i was like the the tjs and the sprouts are interchangeable i know you like a good sprouts moment i do and that's the thing emphasis on moment (laughs) short-lived still it's a quick need when i need it um, I really appreciate their sandwich station. I appreciate their little like sushi station. Um, recently started drinking aloe vera. That's oh. been something that I can only get from 
Well, actually, not only from Sprouts, but I feel like they definitely have that at Trader Joe's. Clearly, never paid that much attention there. (laughs) But I feel like, yeah, Sprouts is kind of like a one and done, grab what I need to here and there. But Trader Joe's, very close to me. You know, I hate grocery shopping. I'm (laughs) in and out in 15 minutes um, for the week. And yeah, I think I'm in it with Trader Joe's for the long run. Well, that's good to hear. With mine. So I'm guessing you're, well, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was making sure that like that was the final thought. You know, no, no follow-up. Um, my guess is that you would kill sprouts, F Trader Joe's and Mary Whole Foods. Ding ding ding, correct. <laughs> <laughs> Only because Whole Foods has everything that I need. Also, when I think of marriage, I think of stability which makes me think mm-hmm. of Whole Foods because if you're shopping there, I feel like you have a stable income and you're secure and you have everything that I need in a partner. Um, am I ready for that commitment right now? Not necessarily, which is why I like mm-hmm. tease and I go here and there, but I, I, I can't I can't go for everything. Um, right. They also have the Siete Tortillas that I prefer, which is in there in the frozen section. And Trader Joe's, unfortunately, does not have those. Um but yeah, Trader Joe's is like my sneaky link, I guess. I'm <laughs> there every week, <laughs> bright and early Monday morning. <laughs> I um, am a frequent flyer there, but I'm dead. yeah, it's not like settle down material. Like, will I be going to Trader Joe's once I have kids? No. You know what I mean? I feel like um, this is also a good opportunity for you to share your Current slash as of last last week, Trader Joe's hyperfixation. I did have a gyro, gyro. I had a gyro obsession. And Trader Joe's has all of the perfect ingredients for that, in case you didn't know. They have the pita bread. They have the Mediterranean hummus. They have the gyro <laughs> slices already made. So you just heat them up in the pan for 20 seconds. You get an onion on the side. You get some tomatoes. You get some, like, cucumber if you like that. Um, you get the tzatziki dip. And then this is the kicker, guys. You need to get the frozen falafel mm-hmm. and you crisp that to perfection. And it adds the perfect amount of texture on top of all that. And then you get the Mediterranean salad kit and you sprinkle that on top to get your your veggies in too. And I'm telling you, it's the perfect meal. You were satiated for so long. Like you are not hungry. And it just kind of hits every taste bud. And it, it really was hitting for like two weeks for me. So like I was really enjoying my time when I was eating that, like, every single day. Um, But then I had to move on. So, like, I I think I've moved on right now. Okay. Well, thanks for sharing (laughs) after I prompted you to share. (laughs) I just didn't think to say anything about it. Well, I was like, I don't know. Put the people on. Like, maybe people are looking for some food inspo right now. I know you put them on a chili last week, two weeks ago. But, you know, maybe that's not everybody's cup of tea. (laughs) Um, okay. Next category is workouts. I feel like I know this one for you. Okay. Oh, sorry. The categories, I mean, the... Oh, yeah. I guess The categories are Pilates. Mm -hmm. Are we saying Matt or or just all of them? Generally speaking. Pilates. So Pilates in general. Yeah. Pilates. Hit. If you don't know what HIT is, high intensity interval training. <laughs> if you've ever taken Barry's boot camp or Orange Theory or any boot camp class, it's pretty similar. Um, and then we have spin, which is cycling. Um, you're on a bike and you're clipped in. If you have a Peloton, it's that. If you've been to a Soul Cycle class, it's that. If you've been to a cycle bar class, all of the above fall into that category. Um, I think I have a little bit of an advantage because I already know that Lexi does not like spin. So I know that that is going to be a kill. Mm-hmm. I know that hit is probably an F because you'll do it here and there, but like it's not your go-to workout. And then Pilates, I feel like you're pretty consistent. So in that order, in the correct order, it would be F hit, Mary Pilates, kill spin. Ding, ding, ding. We have a winner. Um, yeah, I feel like Victoria explained it explained it in the way I would explain it. I feel like I should also clarify that, like, 
spin, while yes, I would still choose to kill it off completely, um, I would describe my relationship with that as more of like a divorce. Mm. At SMU, we were required to take a physical fitness class in order to graduate. Um, And I signed up for a spin at Dead and Rec. Me too. there was a point in my life, aka one semester, where (laughs) I was sitting on that bike every other day for a grade. (laughs) Um, And so at one point in my life, I was like, oh, this is so fun. Like, it's getting me out of blah, blah, blah. Like, I get to – I actually think I had spin right after accounting, which – Mm. For those of you who know me personally, accounting was an absolute downfall of my college career. Um, <laughs> but I was like, oh, it's so nice. Like, I go do accounting. I'm stressed. I hate everything. I get to go spin after. Sure. But then it got to the point where we just did so much. And I was like, I don't feel like I ever need to do this again in my life. I don't um, feel like so you ever did. Who'd you have? It was a woman. Okay. We had different people. What were you about to say? I said, I feel like we didn't do that much in my spin class. What do you, like, you weren't spinning every day? Or, like, every day you had class? We were, but it wasn't, like, intense. I mean, I don't know. At that point, I was not working out at all in my life. So maybe what I wasn't either. would seem like a beginner to one was pretty intense for where I was at. Um, but still, I'm like, I was just doing it too much. Like, every other I didn't day? want to do it anymore. Yeah. I think I had Monday, a Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursdays. Friday? Okay, so Monday, I had Wednesday, a Tuesday, Friday? Thursday. Um, even Tuesday, Thursday. That's still like during the weekday. That's every other day. Well, so for Tuesday, Thursdays, it wasn't the whole time. It was still 50 minutes. And then you did what for the other 30? We just got out early. He was like, you can't spend for an hour and 20 minutes. He was like, that's I not how the workout still, works. Like, I think we still like, we stretched, we like. Talk. I don't even yeah, know. Yeah, it might have been like a 50-minute class, but it was never an hour and 20 for, for my class. However the math mathed, it was enough <laughs> for the rest of my lifetime. Um, <laughs> but yeah, hit sure. I like it every once in a while. Depending on where you take it, they'd be doing stuff that I don't enjoy doing. <laughs> for example, running. Um, oh, yeah. Whether that's on a self-propelled treadmill at True Fusion or running on the earth at Evolve. <laughs> I don't want to do it. Um, but great classes for anyone who's interested. Let me yeah. on. Um, yeah. And then, yeah, Pilates will always be that girl. Either form, I'll take it. Um, and that's that. My guess for Vicky <laughs> is that she would kill Hit. I think that she would marry Spin. And I think that she would F Pilates. Now, let me give my thinking. <laughs> Um, hit, I just feel like you could do without, I think also for some of the reasons I explained, there are just certain aspects of it that it's like, you just can't really get around. Yeah. I mean, you can just not do it. I don't either of us have a problem with just not doing the workout that we don't want to do. Um, Pilates, I feel like you kind of have gone through phases. Sculpt House was really cute for a little bit. Um, still on the, on the calendar for the upcoming months. Um, true fusion Pilates, sure. Although I feel like when you kind of take a break from working out and then getting back in, you'll always start with a spin class. Like you're always like, oh, like I can go to spin or like that's just a good place for you to like start to get back in the groove. Um, and so because of that, I feel like that represents like a, you'll always come back together in a true love. That's a good answer. Is it wrong? It almost swayed me. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> it wasn't my answer, but it kind of makes more sense than what my answer is. Mine Stay true is. <laughs> Mine is F Spin, Mary Pilates, Kill mm-hmm. It. That's, I was, I was kind of going back and forth. Yeah. That. Just because I don't go to spend like consistently. Yeah. I haven't been going to anything consistently recently. But when I go, I haven't been going re- like consistently just because I'm so – that's the other thing. I'm really picky about spin instructors. Mm-hmm. Maybe that goes more into what you're saying then because then I feel like you'd be picky about a ma- like a partner or a husband. Um, but I'm going to stick to what I was saying. I'm really picky about my spin instructors. Pilates, I think I like the range of it, which – yeah. Um. There's Matt. There's Reformer. There's Megaformer. Um. 
And I would like to have an adaptable husband. So <laughs> that was my answer. And then um, kill Hick because I don't like to run. So yeah, I can literally do easy. any other part of Hit other than run. And occasionally like the battle ropes. But other than that, I don't have an issue with it. It's just the running part. Yeah. Felt that. Last category. Um, For all of our book talk girlies out there and who have are making reading their personality trait now, Lexi Broadnax, um, we have the book genre category. That was a joke, obviously. Lexi (laughs) was reading before it got really popular. Um, Three... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like it went out of style. Literally, like as if like people haven't been writing books since the beginning of time. <laughs> literature. Um, we have romance, thriller slash mystery, and self help. I think I know your answers. I feel like Lexi would f self help, marry thriller mystery because that's all you ever read, and kill <laughs> romance. Um, I don't really have an reason for why i put f and kill i feel like no you actually don't read any self-help books oh my gosh do you read anything other than thrillers is it my turn to speak well i just i'm thinking out loud i was like the more that i'm talking i'm like i don't know if i recall you ever saying you've read a self-help book or a romance novel um so let me address all the questions that were asked. <laughs> I do read things other than um, mystery and thriller. I have not read a self-help book. <laughs> um, and I think technically, like, I have read some books that fall under the um, romance category. Were they intentional? Maybe not necessarily. <laughs> um, I guess. Like, I'm not mad at that answer. Initially, <laughs> I would have said kill self-help just because I haven't well, read yeah, it. And as I have I was no plans that. to. Yeah. Um, but I honestly have no really thoughts or ill will towards romance or self-help. I just would not choose to pick them if I like had the option of what book I wanted to read. Um, so I guess I'll say you're right. I mean, it's very clear (laughs) that where I feel or where my stance is on thriller and mystery books. Um, so like that's an obvious one, but yeah, I don't know. I'll take book recs. Sometimes I just get bored when, you know. (laughs) people chatting and talking about how much they love each other but they don't want to tell each other so for you (laughs) i would say kill thriller mystery um i'm thinking i'm like it's kind of hard when you haven't read that many books (laughs) (laughs) that was so unnecessary okay okay. girl i don't know okay so kill kill mystery um maybe f self-help and merry romance <laughs> that sounds so wrong um sure i i mean whenever we say? made these cate- whenever we made these categories we both said i don't know what i'm gonna say for this one and yeah. so then i was like okay or no we both were like i don't know what my answers are for this here i am still don't know what my answers are That's um okay. yes merry romance obviously i love a good rom-com um, and I ate that the Unhoneymooners book. Up. It was slow in the beginning, but it was a really good book. You like enemies to lovers, or mm-hmm. not like forbidden love, but like it's kind of <laughs> complicated. I don't want to give too much away. Really good book. Um, mystery. I wouldn't like kill it. I just don't like okay. how like slow they are. Like I don't think if you remember, but I read the last Mrs. Parish over quarantine. In quarantine. Oh, you thought that was 2020. No, I was thinking about that oh. other book that I started, The Family Next Door or something, that me and Kelsey were both reading. Oh, that was the book y'all chose? Yeah. Well, no. It's by the same author. I read The Family Next Door. No. Okay. It's the same author. What's the name of that book? Okay, so I was completely wrong. Wrong <laughs> author. Well, so <laughs> things. The book is called Not a Happy Family. So there's the family part author Bye. of the couple next door so that's how i mix that up um sherry lapina it's not bad it's like i mean like the person the mystery happens in the first like couple of chapters i'm just like oh my gosh this is gonna be a whodunit <laughs> the whole time like and i'm like obviously they're setting it up for me to think that it's gonna be one person and it's not gonna be that person so then i was just like i don't want to finish this well, I want to, but I just I never have the itching to finish it. 
Um, but the last Mrs. Parrish was good. I was like hooked from the beginning. But I love a good like scam somebody to like get rich mm-hmm. and then you know. I think I think they're coming out with a prequel. Yeah, they are. Mrs. Parrish. Yeah. Um, so I don't really have an answer. So I guess Mary Romance. I guess what liking one mystery thriller doesn't mean I love it. So I guess kill. And it'd be fitting for the category. Mm-hmm. And then I guess I could F self-help, but mm, <laughs> that sounds about right. <laughs> like I was like, I was like, like, it makes sense. Yeah, like here and there, I like to dabble in it and then go back to my old ways. So I guess that's my final answer. Okay. I mean, not too bad for either of us. <laughs> um yeah but that was fun um like we kind of hinted at earlier we if you listen to the last episode which if you haven't then you go you should go do it now um we in that episode it was the day before the day of my birthday celebrations Mm -hmm. in dallas and um we both decided to reflect on the last 23 years of our lives and what we've learned during those years and so mm-hmm. welcome to 24 things we learned by 24 title tentative could change so also part two of that. part two yeah um yeah so i think last time we had categories but we kind of realized that we had similar takeaways so mm-hmm. i think this time we are gonna go so yeah like victoria said i think we were a little more organized in the last episode but then it just turned into us like smiling back and forth at each other because we could tell we were like saying things that the other person was going to say so i think today is just more kind of like filling in the gaps um of a couple other things that we thought would be worth sharing but it's just kind of random so just sit down and get excited because you don't know what you're going to hear next so my first one um is that i feel like you need to remember to give yourself credit where credit is due. I think that a lot of times when it comes to reflecting, whether it's about like your life, about yourself, on the past, things you want to plan for the future, a lot of it is just so focused on like, oh, what can I do better? Or what should I have done differently? Or, um, you know, it's always kind of looking to like do more or take that next step. And I think it's really easy to get caught up and to forget to like praise yourself for the things that you have done, for the things that like you have handled, how far you have come. Um, Cause yeah, I don't know, like I said, it's just so easy to focus on like, this is how I wanna improve, like this is how I wanna better myself. And sometimes you just skip over the good things that you've done. So whether that's like working towards a goal or handling a situation, you know, in the way that you, maybe not how you had wanted to, but again, like, you're still doing it. I think, again, too, birthdays are sometimes a time to think about, like, I don't even know. Like, it's, it's a time to think about what haven't I accomplished or, like, what do I wish had happened versus, mm-hmm. again, just focusing on the good stuff. I don't know. I feel like there's – that one is kind of, like, that point, while I think it's important, I think it's kind of straightforward. Yeah. Um. So I'm trying to think of, like, examples of times that I haven't done that or times that I had. I guess, I don't know, something that's super relatable. Um, if you listen to like our money episode where we talk about mm-hmm. like budgeting and savings and things like that, I think that's a great example of just like an area that um, you'll kind of begin to tackle a little bit more seriously in your early adult life. And a lot of it is just like people down your throat, like telling you what you should be doing and like how to not mess things up and like what you can be doing better. Um, or I don't know, when we talk about like our relationship with work and some of like the challenges that we've overcome. It's so easy to get caught up in like, I could have done that better or um, I could have handled this differently. I should have said something sooner um, versus just like taking a moment to appreciate like where you are right now and like what Mm -hmm. you've done for yourself to get to that point. Um, And I think too, sometimes as women, we're not as quick to like take ownership of things Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's, you want to be humble and like, you don't mm-hmm. want to like brag or get a big head, but like, sorry, like <laughs> you have yeah, to, yeah. you know what I mean? Like it's important to, I don't know, hype yourself up and like, yeah, just be confident in like where you are right now. And again, own up to the things that like you have done. Mm-hmm. Um, 
that's like, I don't know, really commendable. Um, but yeah, I completely agree with that one. I know that I suffer from that all the time of giving myself credit. And um, I think you made a good point with the career thing. I think that's one of the main places that I don't do that um, because in my head, I'm just like, oh, I'm doing my job and I'm doing my responsibilities. Yeah. But I think you should really take a second to applaud and step back, step back and applaud what you've accomplished like up to certain points, even if, like you said, you didn't necessarily get there the way that you thought that you would. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think Darian touched on this um, in his episode with us. I think that was episode 10, if you were wondering. But um, really taking the time to celebrate your achievements is super important. So, yeah, I agree with that one. Yeah, and I think on that note, too, back to Darian's episode, that also just kind of reminded me about, like, I think everybody at any age kind of suffers with comparison. Um, And a lot of times, I think we talked about in that episode where it's like you compare yourself up. You know what I mean? Like you look at people who are like, quote unquote, above you in certain areas and it's like, you're looking down on yourself in that scenario versus kind of like, yeah, looking above to see like how far you've come or um, just like using that as kind of like a benchmark in a positive yeah. way too. can kind of help with that. Yeah. I'm going to switch directions a little bit. I think mine is very like to the point. Um, but I said to prioritize your health which I think is super (laughs) underrated. Um, I think whenever you're our age, which is early to mid-20s now, but um, and you haven't had any health issues and you've been privileged enough to be like super healthy your entire life, it can kind of go under the rug and you think that it's not necessary to like have those check-ins and set up those doctor's appointments and like find a doctor where you live. But I think in the past year, I've really understood the importance of that. Um, I finally got a PCP in Dallas after five years of living here. Um, my first full after my first full year of living here, I was like, I guess I should finally get a doctor here. <laughs> um, also, considering that my PCP from home retired when I was like sixteen, so <laughs> I like, haven't been seeing like a doctor <laughs> for a while. For a while. No, like the only time I was going to the doctor in high school was to get my shots for college um, and my doctor wasn't giving it. Somebody else was. So, um, yeah, finally like took that jump and there were just some non-negotiables that I had to have for like some of my medical advisors. Like I really had to like make sure I really wanted a female doctor. I really wanted a doctor of color. Um, It's really hard to like find these things in like normal google searches so i really was searching like up and down i really thought i wanted like specifically a black doctor um and i thought i had signed up for one (laughs) and then (laughs) i got to the doctor and i was like i don't remember that name being in my registration but okay um and she actually ended up being like so great and i she is just like a very calming resource for me because i really know that she has my best interests at heart She's listening to my concerns. She's addressing them and like finding the best possible solution for me. Um, and as someone who's always not like feared the doctor, because I I obviously know the importance of it. I have family mm-hmm. who are in that field. But for me, I was just like, I just feel like if I go, they're going to find something because I have like underlying health issues like or my family has like a history of health issues. So I just never wanted to go because I was like, if I don't go, they can't find anything. And if nothing's like obviously presenting itself as a bad thing to me then like I'm fine and that's just like not the case I feel like you should definitely at least do your like yearly checkup and if you're paying for your insurance especially right Mm -hmm. now like Mm -hmm. you should go to the doctor because and you should bring up every single little thing that is bothering you and that is what I've been doing but my life has like drastically changed since uh, since that so really emphasizing like taking care of your physical not just your physical, but also like your mental and your spiritual health. So I know like this is a really weird time of finding yourself, but if religion is Mm -hmm. something that you have liked to explore or wanted to explore, I highly recommend doing so. Um, Obviously find what's right for you, but Mm -hmm. I think that that can help with that. And then also just mental health in general. Um, Lexi and I are big advocates. There's We have a whole Mm -hmm. episode on finding a therapist and why we go to therapy 
but that was also a big game changer for me and like really helped me with my identity and really being sure of myself and the type of person and adult that I am now. So it's a boring tip, tip, boring piece of advice, but I highly recommend taking care of your holistic health. Yeah, I think that's one of those things that like you hear someone say that and you're like, okay, yeah, I know. But a lot of times people don't take like that next step in their brain to like actually think about what that means. Yeah. You know, or kind of how to put it in practice. Um, so I do think it is a good reminder for the people. Yeah. Um, the next thing I have on my list is that not everything needs to be addressed. And like sometimes it's okay to just move on. Mm-hmm. Um, this is something that if – I had included this in the last episode. I probably would have categorized it under my, like, I wish I had learned it sooner. Mm -hmm. Um, Up until very recently, I feel like I had a very, like, I was very strong in my belief that it's just better to address things right away, whether that's, like, something that has come up in a relationship that you have with someone or if, like, something is getting on your nerves, like, just say something. If there are things on my to-do list that I need to get done, like, just get it done and move on and get over and, like, get it over with. Um, and it's taken me a while to learn that, like, that is not always the case. And just because you're not addressing something right away or, like, paying attention to something right away, that it's not irresponsible of you to do so. Um, mm-hmm. I think that that's made a huge difference in like some of my relationships um I know this is something I've talked about on episodes too and I think we even kind of ended it on it during the last episode um but I would definitely categorize myself as someone who's like pretty direct like if I have mm-hmm. something on my mind um you know I'll take a second to think through like okay is this actually how I feel like how do I want to word this and then I will continue to have that conversation um not everybody in my life is like that and like that is something that I need to learn to respect to to give like other people time and space and energy to you know come to terms with like their own thoughts about things I think that's also really healed my relationship with like how to be a productive person or like what it means Mm -hmm. to be productive um and I think that's kind of more so on the topic of like burnout like I would just not really allow myself to rest until like I did everything I needed to because I would Mm -hmm. convince myself that like it is so highly irresponsible to not just do something like when mm-hmm. I know I can physically do it, you know, yeah. to, like, put things off like procrastination is something that always has really like scared me mm-hmm. <laughs> because I just get scared that I'll wait too long and then, you know, something will happen. Like, why not just do it right now? Mm-hmm. Um, and then I think also kind of on a different like branch of that, but still on the same thought, not everything needs to be addressed in the sense of like, you can control your own narrative and you can like choose what you want to address and why. Mm. Um, and so I think an area that this has been kind of important to me, um, is in my relationship with like, where I'm at with like faith and religion, um, I've had a huge, not a fear, I want to say, but I guess kind of fear or like some anxiety around the fact that, you know, I used to be super involved in the church and COVID hit. And I think like a lot of people did, like everything changed, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. In the world. One of those things was like, me going to church, not because I didn't want to, but like I just couldn't. It wasn't really a thing. Um, mm-hmm. And now that a lot of COVID protocols and or, um, I don't know, like general public fears around it has kind of subsided, you know, things are pretty much back to normal. And like I still haven't really gotten back to where I was. Um, mm-hmm. And I – a lot of what's held me back is because I'm scared to walk in and someone be like, oh, like where have you been for so long? Or like what's mm-hmm. been going on? Like – why haven't you been here? Like, is everything okay? And like, I don't really have an answer other than just like, I don't know. Like, I don't really know what happened. Um, I don't know. You know what I mean? And like, mm-hmm. I don't need to address anything I don't want to. I think mm-hmm. also like kind of even with us doing the podcast, right? Like when we took that six or seven week break and, you know, everyone's like, yeah. hey, how's the podcast going? And we're like, uh, like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like, I don't owe a response to anybody if I don't want to, not even on some, like, I don't trust you. I don't want to have a conversation with you. But again, it's like, it just, it doesn't need to be addressed. Like I can control my own narrative around whatever I want. Um, so that was like a three part explanation to like one general statement, (laughs) but I think it has made quite a difference in like a few areas of my life. Yeah. Um, I know that 
we have always like both addressed this but yeah Lexi is a pretty like direct person and it's not that I'm like I wouldn't have even said in the past that I was passive aggressive I've just always had the mentality that like if I'm in a conflict or we're arguing about something or someone upset me about something like it doesn't need to be addressed right then just mm-hmm. because I know that things get said in the heat of the moment right you can't necessarily take back and I just used to be like very like off the handle in those kind of situations so mm-hmm. when I was like in high school I just learned that like it for me it was not worth it to do that because yeah. I would end up saying some things that would like really be mean or like really hurt someone's feelings and you after that you just can't take it back um so I had always learned to like at least take 24 hours or a a couple hours sleep on it like whatever see if I was still upset and then from there address it I think that also was dangerous because then that led to me starting to be passive aggressive about things because I would just kind of like diminish how I was feeling or I'd be like it's not that serious whatever but I definitely like still believe that there's a balance with it um it's something that I'm still learning how to do to this day I still like to take time to think about if I'm actually like upset about things but also like learning how to be comfortable being direct so I definitely agree with the statement in general yeah I think it it being a balance is like a huge thing and there have even been times where I'm like you know, to Noah, or I think maybe even to you, sometimes we have conversations, I'll be like, I'm letting you know, like, this is how I feel right Mm -hmm. now. Like, maybe I haven't had a chance to like, think through it fully or like, look at it from every angle. But like, in this moment, like, this is how I'm feeling. So Mm -hmm. sorry, but like, I need some time. Yeah. Um, Because there are definitely times too, where I'll be going through a set of emotions. And then maybe even like four hours later, I'm like, okay, it actually wasn't that big of a deal. Yeah. Um, But I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. What's yours? Next one. My next one is a little deep. Um, It is learn how to be comfortable being uncomfortable. It's actually my Mm -hmm. first one on my list, which is very funny. Um, It's something that I am learning how to lean into every day in certain Mm -hmm. aspects of my life. Um, I'm a person who thrives in routine and thrives in consistency it's literally one of my strength finder strengths <laughs> is consistency. Um, and so for me, and I think it that all boils down to like the control thing that Lexi and I touched on multiple mm-hmm. episodes, but specifically in the last episode too. Um, it definitely like boils down to the fact that in these consistent situations, I can find where I can find that like ease of control. So whenever I don't yeah. know what's going to happen, is when I get uncomfortable and then I like tend to avoid those situations. Um, right. And I'm learning that learning to be okay with not knowing how a situation might flesh out. Um, it's a very, very hard thing that I'm learning to be okay with. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm also learning that it's so fulfilling whenever you do it. I can't think of any specific instance right now where that would be yeah. a situation. I'm literally blinking. Um, mostly because I just don't do it that often, but, um, it's way more fulfilling to do something knowing that you tried it at least than to Mm -hmm. go through life wondering like what could have been. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, I'll I'll cut out literally all of that before that. Um, it's better to go through life knowing that you at least tried something versus like going the rest of your life wondering what could have happened if you would have just done it. Um, and instead of like having and holding that fear of like what could go wrong in a situation, you should really lean into like the side of it of like what could go right, what good could come from this. Um, and so that's just what I'm learning to try to do. Um, even for example, with this trip that's coming up to Europe, I'm very uncomfortable (laughs) with the (laughs) fact that like I'm going, it's something that's like really been making me nervous for the past couple of weeks because it's just me and my roommate and we have never been there before. The first place we're going is somewhere where they don't necessarily speak English everywhere. So yeah, I'm, I'm very uncomfortable. I'm very like anxious about it, but I'm trying to see it from another angle of like, this could be a really rewarding experience. I could learn a lot about Mm -hmm. myself, could really strengthen my relationship. I I have the opportunity to meet so many new people 
yeah. experience something that like my parents are really excited that I'm getting to experience because they haven't gotten the chance to take us yet. So I'm I'm trying to really embrace that and in going into this next year of my life. Um, and that's kind of why I'm kickstarting it with a trip like this that I've never done yeah. before. But yes, learn how to be comfortable being uncomfortable. It was a lot, yeah. but you know. No, that's good. And I think honestly, like just that whole ideal or the the idea of like trying to learn, that is kind of like also what jump-started the idea of the podcast too. Um, you know, we summarize it as like, oh, we're just figuring it out. But I think a lot of that has to do with like obviously experiencing things for the first time, going through scenarios that you've never experienced or are uncomfortable with experiencing. Um, and I was going to plug a couple episodes too. So I was going to say the one we did with Trey. I feel like yeah. it's fitting episode five. That's yeah. more so on like a uncomfortable, don't know what's next from like a career standpoint. I know we have a whole episode titled like what's the best that could happen. I think that one actually has performed pretty well. So y'all have probably already listened to it. But if not, go send it to your friend um, so they can listen to it too. Because I feel like that kind of leans into that idea um, as well. Yeah. So my next one is pretty straightforward. And I feel like very simple, um, again, like in theory, but not always put into practice. Um, and it's just say hi to everybody. I think it's a good reminder for me because I've been told multiple times from different people about like the vibe I give off when I first meet people. If it's not in like a, oh my God, hey, so nice to meet you. My name's Lexi. Granted, I've had that role multiple times in my life. Orientation leader, uh, <laughs> as an SMB tour guide, front desk at True Fusion, you know, customer yeah. service, I feel like is a role I fit very well. Um, but I've also just been told like, Upon meeting me for the first time, I have an extremely <laughs> strong RBF, probably one of the strongest things about me. Um, I've also been told I look mysterious. But no, said all that to say, I think it's just really important. And I think one, it's it's something that's good for you, but obviously also good for the other person. Of course, to that point of like, you know, you never know what someone's going through. Like it could make a huge difference for someone. Mm -hmm. um, but honestly, selfishly, like you never know who you're going to meet. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like you never know like – who could connect you to someone else. Um, and I think it's also so easy to just get in certain routines where like you see the same people all the time, but like you have never said anything to them. I do this all the time at work. Um, I only go in the office twice a week. There's a large group of us who also, who like go in the office on the same days. I don't know who they are. You know what I mean? I walk <laughs> past them every day. Yeah. Like I say, hey, or, you know, maybe, you know, give that little nod, the white <laughs> just kind of whatever. Um but I don't know. Like, I think it's, I just don't really see a ton of, on first thought, I don't see a ton of negative consequences for it. Obviously, the situation don't feel right. You don't feel safe <laughs> you're talking to anybody. Um, but generally speaking, I think, I don't know, just putting yourself out there and saying at least hi to the people you see um, can be really great for both you and them. So. Yeah. Um, like I mentioned, my, my mom tells me this all the time and I just mm -hmm. roll my eyes at her. She, because she's saying it from a sense of like, I have RBF and she's like, you yeah. always have your headphones in and like all this other stuff. And I'm like, yeah, because I'm running an errand. Like, I'm not trying to talk. I'm, I'm not but, against that. No, I'm not against that. Bench. Yeah. But um, I on the flip side of that, I have tried to be like a lot better. Um. Mm -hmm when I am in situations where I can speak to people yeah. um, with being comfortable having conversations with random people because I used to have the mindset all the time of like why would I just talk to this person like if I don't right. have anything like useful to say I'm the type of person who's like yeah why is someone coming up to me like and just talking to me like unless they have no, a, like a I, question I, I felt that way too I wouldn't it's not like oh hey ma'am I see you shopping how's your day yeah going? that's like, what I was like explaining that, to my mom Oh, Me and my no. brother were explaining Not that to my all. mom. And she was like, you – because I was telling her – I was literally explaining to her, like, my social anxiety. And she was like, you just need to, like, learn how to talk to people, like, at the grocery store. And I'm like, why would I go up no. to someone randomly at the grocery store and just say something? I was like – and me and my brother were trying to explain that to her. Cause she was like, yeah. what do you guys mean? Like, that makes no sense. And we're like, we – like, our generation is like, why are you speaking to me unless you, like, yeah. have a reason? I was like, I would not go up to some man at the grocery store and be like – hey how are you doing today like no that person is there for a reason like they're doing something yeah. like time is time is fleeting um but on the flip side of that if it's a situation where like it's open for conversation um I'm definitely like open to doing that now I think prime example um and this is coming from someone who has social anxiety guys like for real um 
granted I'm a lot more comfortable when I'm in like with people that I know and I mm-hmm. then I can have a conversation um but whenever we went to Scottsdale it it also helped that like everyone was friendly there but like we had so many random conversations oh my god wait and, I was like it, where are you where I was like where are you going with this but I know oh yeah yeah I can I didn't even think about that I, I was just gonna talk about the airport Uber drivers. yeah oh so, I forgot about the Uber yeah. driver. I was thinking of the airport yeah, Lexi and I, <laughs> our flight back to Dallas, we had a layover in El Paso, Texas, which is so oh random. Oh, my God, yeah. So I had, I've never been to El Paso, still haven't. I stayed in that airport. It's low-key <laughs> the worst airport I've ever been to in my life. And I've been to some crappy airports, a.k.a. Shreveport <laughs> Regional Airport. Um, the El Paso airport is quaint. Um <laughs> It's also international, which I don't understand. <laughs> but essentially, we landed, and I think we had like an hour and a half layover, maybe, mm-hmm. maybe two hours. And there was nowhere to eat in this airport, like not Literally. even like a fast food. It was like one of the convenience stores, and then like a random bar. Yeah, like one like singular restaurant yeah and maybe yeah. like a smoothie place and i wanted food at that point because we had dinner, been gone yeah. i think it was like we had time. been yeah it was yeah because we went t- like we hopped time zones so yeah. like i was hungry lexi was hungry but the line to get into this bar was like the bar was popping like i just remember yeah. that and then we finally decided we we're like okay we'll wait in line i guess the people in front of us like got a table and then lexi was like oh there's a table over there open and I was like, Lexi, there's a man in front of us, like, on his phone. Yeah. Like, I'm pretty sure he's waiting to be seated. I was like, unless he's waiting for, like, a to-go order. But, like, I could see he was in a call. So I was like, I'm not going to ask him. But then I, I did. I was like, hey, like, are you in line? And he was like, oh, yeah. Mind you, he's in a Teams call on his phone. No, he's like, like, he was oh, conducting yeah, yeah. business. Yeah. He was like, yeah, yeah, I am. But, like, if you guys, like, want to sit, like, it's fine. And in my head, I was like, I don't know you and yeah it was very like I was like we like made eye contact we're like how should we like move (laughs) yeah I was like I was like should I sit with this man I really like he didn't look sketchy it was just like weird like he definitely was older um not like super old he was probably like in his 30s but it was just like a we are obviously yeah like Lexi and I were obviously there together and we were not there with him so it just like looked really weird um and honestly like there was literally nowhere else to eat guys so we literally were like we're like uh I guess and we decided to go sit by him he is still on the phone he's like oh yeah like I'm on a call so like it don't even worry about it like I'm on mute but like you guys can like do whatever it was was like like, it was like a four-person table and so the three of us sat at this four-person table and we were like we were we shared a table. With we man. shared a table. We were sitting directly in front of him. Like, it was so strange. Um, and then the waitress comes around. He orders, like, a beer and a shot. And I'm like, that is not yeah, I was a like, 4 p.m. vibe. Like, yeah. No. It was just, it was not. He was like, y'all want anything? And we were like, no. <laughs> like, water. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I just want a water. Like, I'm dehydrated. Um, and he was still on his call. And then I guess he ended up, like, finishing it um and then he is finally like just starts talking to us it ended up being like a really funny conversation um I was like you are very different than us but turns out we were actually scheduled to be on the same flight as him Mm -hmm. we were going to the same airport and he found out that we had been to Scottsdale and he was like oh my gosh like that's one of my favorite places like told us all these stories about like whenever he went this bachelor party that he ended up going to that he was not invited to um and he was like raving on and on about it and then Mm -hmm. he like literally ended up buying our meals which was so nice nice. I was like oh my gosh you do not have to do that um and then he ended up getting a seat upgrade like it was yeah. just such a weird that was such a weird experience um and i remember like snapchatting and being like we just met this man and we're sitting yeah. with him at dinner and then he f- told us to follow him on instagram to which he never proceeded to follow us back by the way i don't know if he followed you he never followed me back I don't but know. yeah it was a very interesting experience, but it's kind of like one of my favorite stories from that trip. So yeah. I try to like if it's situations like I don't know about the airport. The airport's kind of stressful, 
But even if it's like bars or something, like I've gotten a lot more comfortable just like striking up random conversations just because like that's a normal situation to do that. Yeah. Um, Socially. Yeah. Bars, like waiting for a reservation, like at a restaurant. Mm -hmm. Like it's just like not as weird as I like think it is. The talking to people at gr- the grocery store is weird. I'm sorry. I'm never going to go over that. I'm not, but like, <laughs> I don't think I've participated in that. But <laughs> um, but yeah. So I try to as much as possible because like, yeah, like you said, you, you never know who you might meet. Mm-hmm. And some of the most influential people look so regular. Regular Dougie. Yeah. So you never true. know. Oh, that yeah. was yours. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I think we're going to say like two more each. Um, my first one is quick. My second one is, I think, going to be deep. Um, this one is going to be straight to the point, and I feel like very on brand for me. But I just want to impart on everyone that if you're thinking about taking a trip, literally just do it. I don't think I've ever taken one trip that I regret. Um, I feel like maybe I did say this in the last episode, but whatever. Um, I think you did. We are so young. This is the best time to travel the world and do whatever you want. And yeah, I think numbers when associated with trips can be (laughs) frightful and scary and intimidating. But I think I mentioned this in the the finance episode. It really is all about how you like prioritize your money. Um, So let's say you do want to go on a trip. Maybe just like shift that money somewhere else. I, as someone who was very a very bad spender, um, I found a way to make this trip to Europe work because one, I was using like airline points to get like my my flight over there, which is like the most expensive part is the flight over there. Um, mm-hmm. so that was taken care of. It's you know for me, I a lot of my money is spent eating out. I can't even lie, mm-hmm. a lot of my money is spent eating out. I took a couple more Trader Joe's trips for the past few <laughs> months and I was eating at home a little bit more. Now, was I eating at home as much as I should have? No. And I might have had a little bit more spending money for this trip. But <laughs> I like I also like cut out like going out a whole bunch just because you may think a $70 night is whatever, but those add up very quickly when you're going out very Friday quickly. and Saturday every single week. Um and the, like that was something that I just was like, I just paused on that. I also have been traveling a lot. So I was like, I just want to be at home. But like I said, the trips are doable. It's just about how you're going to shift some things around to make it work. I I truly feel like at this age, if you do have a stable career and a stable income, you don't have an excuse not to travel. And I feel like you just learn so much about yourself and other cultures and other people. There's so much to see. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, like as someone who has been on a lot of trips, I still have so much to see. I've literally never been abroad before. Well, I hear that's a lie. Oh. I've never been (laughs) I've never been to Europe, like the other side of the world. You know what I mean? I've been sent like I've been in this hemisphere. Is that what it is? Yeah. Guatemala, Virgin Islands. Oh, um, yeah, I forgot about Virgin Islands. Like a lot of the U.S., but I've never been to Canada. Yeah, Hawaii. Never been to Canada. Never been to Mexico. Never been to South America. So I still have, there's still so much to see. Yeah. That's my quick one. Um, I think I will just end with one more because I feel like I might talk a bit. Um, <laughs> okay. But honestly, I was a little bit more specific, but I feel like I'm going to make this broad and just say like, Outside of your physical and cognitive development, you just need to let go of like every benchmark or timeline that you have ever been told existed. Mm -hmm. Um, I just, I don't know. It's just, I cannot believe, I feel like for at least 18 years, like I felt like there were literally like steps I needed to take in a Mm -hmm. certain order in a certain time frame, um, like in my adult life. And I just cannot believe, like, how much of that is a lie. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Like, in the sense of not necessarily a lie, but, like, it doesn't have to be that way. It totally can. Um, But it doesn't have to be that way. I think that – I've shared this before, but I'm pretty sure I had an idea of, like, okay, sure, I will graduate elementary school, middle school, high school, college. I'll be 22. I'll get a job. I'll fall in love. I'll be married at 25. I'll have kids at this age. I'll have a house. I'll have a dog. Like, 
all of this stuff and I'm 24.33 and I, it's not even that I feel sad. I don't even want those things that I thought I would want or that I thought I was supposed to want. Um, thinking about like love, especially, right. Mm -hmm. That's something that's always kind of tripped me up. My parents met relatively young, got like married relatively young. And I thought that like, that's what you're supposed to do. They're still Mm -hmm. married and in love now. I love their relationship. Um, and I thought that like, oh, well, if I have a healthy relationship, like I'll also follow this timeline. Mm -hmm. Um, now 24, been in a healthy relationship for like a few years. I don't want to be married right now. That is like no reflection of my relationship. That's not anything like, oh, well, when you know, you know, and some people get married six months in, that's great. But just because like, I didn't take that route, like that doesn't diminish the relationship that I have. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, We've referenced it too. We both, Victoria and I both have friends that own property. Like, is that not wild? Friends our age and younger that own <laughs> property. And I used to be like, oh my God, like how is everybody buying houses, condos, this and that? Guess what? I don't even want a house or a condo. <laughs> you know what I mean? But it's so easy to get caught up in like, well, this is what everybody else is doing. Like, mm-hmm. am I behind? Like, literally, no, you're not. No one is ahead. No one is behind. Like, I yeah. just feel like none of that exists. I have friends. I have a friend working on a PhD. She's younger <laughs> than me. Shout out Brie Reams. I'll shout her out <laughs> as often as I can. I'd be like, oh my God, I have friends getting PhD. Guess what? I don't want that right now. And like, that's not, who's who's to say what I might want later in life, like what I might want right now. And this is something I can feel myself getting elevated. I can feel my heart rate getting faster <laughs> because I just feel, I don't know. I just feel so passionately about this. You know what I mean? I used to think that, I used to hear 30 years old and be like, oh my God, like 30? <laughs> but now I'm that still seems so young. I feel like every day I feel older, but every day I also feel so much younger than like mm-hmm. what I thought I would feel like at this age. Um, and I used to have this idea of like what 24 looks like, of what 25 looked like, 30, 35, 40 mm-hmm. even. Um, and I think a lot of that has to do with just like who you have in your circle. I think obviously as 18, as an 18 year old, I didn't have 30 old friends. I mean, I guess if you do, okay, but like, ooh, you might want to be weary about that, you know, how how you use the word friend. Um, but it's like, you know, now I'm this age and and I'm surrounded by so many more people who are like outside of a one to two year like age range for me. And mm-hmm. I'm like learning so much from them too. And I'm also seeing so many people be happy doing different things at different stages of their life. And like, sure, I think it's fair to say like you're at this stage in your life, you're at that stage. So I feel like that is a little bit more like measurable versus again looking at like jobs or houses or degrees or relationships or anything like that um and of course that just feeds into the big idea of like there's no point in comparing yourself to other people comparison is equal joy I think there are times where like I get jealous even and I get nervous and it's a huge reality check to be like do I even want that right now you know what Mm -hmm. I mean and I think that's like very humbling and will bring you back down to earth um in some respects but yeah, I think for so long I like worked towards all these goals. And again, too, like those goals up until you graduate college, I feel like honestly are like you're told like this is what you're supposed to do in this time frame. Um, and then you graduate and like now you're out in the world. That was also one of the reasons why I started therapy, because every day I just woke up and I was like, what am I doing? Like, mm-hmm. who am I when I'm not working towards something? Like, sure, I could argue and be like, well, I'm in a relationship. So like I'm working towards something. Yeah. Yeah, sure, in some respect. Um, okay, I started this job. Maybe I'm, like, working towards a promotion. Sure. Do I want a promotion? At that point, maybe not. I didn't even know how to do my job day to day. I was only full responsibility. Um, but, like, it was just so overwhelming for me to think about, like, okay, now I'm just out here in the world, and, like, now I'm just supposed to live every mm-hmm. day. Like, I wake up every day, and it's, like, what am I doing? Not even on some, like, I don't have a purpose. I don't know what I'm working mm-hmm. towards. It wasn't that type of feeling of loss but it was just like every other day up until this point I woke up and I was like told what I was working towards and how I was supposed to get it so mm-hmm. again mostly from the perspective of being a student like you want this degree these are classes you have to take this you want to pass these class here's your rubric for the entire semester like mm-hmm. you know what I mean um and it's just like it can just be so 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 exhausting every day feeling like you have to work towards something that you might not even want that just like doesn't exist. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. Oof, I need to drink some water after that one. I just, that's <laughs> beginning me every time. It gets me, it's just so riled up. Yeah. It's a trap and it's a scam. 
Yeah. Well, my last one was basically that, but mine is um, literally the same thing that you were saying. That's why I was like, I'm just gonna let her keep going. Um, my last <laughs> Sorry, one just was. Sorry, you brought up. Well, I didn't want to like cut you off either. Um, oh, my last one is you are not behind. The comparison game is a trap. Um, so like Lexi just um, discussed <laughs> in detail. <laughs> um, Sorry. No, I agree. I agree. Um, I think the only other thing that I wanted to add on top of that is that, and this is a realization that I'm literally coming to in the past two to three days, maybe. Maybe it's oh. me being about to be freshly 24 it's some yeah. things in my brain clicking before you know synapses turn five. Some, yeah that just connected. um but I think I used to really despise being in this new phase of my life mm. and all of my friends being in these new phases of life mm-hmm. um because for so long like you mentioned we were all on the same wavelength doing the same things yeah. And I think I mentioned this in the last episode, but a lot of that commonality is, like, how you become friends with people. So, like, the shared commonality of, like, going to the same school, maybe having the same major, maybe knowing the same people. Um, But now I'm realizing that life would be so boring if (laughs) me and my friends were doing the same exact thing at the same exact time. And I think that us all being on different in different stages of our lives and doing such different things, it's actually very helpful and almost rewarding in a sense because I'm not experiencing that right now, but I know in the future when I, if and when I do want to experience that, I have someone that I can go to, um, to either learn the right thing to do or to tell me and like for me to learn, like not to do that whenever I choose to do it. Um, and so that can be applied to so many things. Like you said, we have friends who own property. I have friends now who are married. I have, right. like, I, I think it's just, I have friends who have moved to new cities, like, completely mm-hmm. upended their whole life. And it's, like, there are things that I don't necessarily want yet, but I know I might want in the future. There are mm-hmm. things that I know that are coming up that I want that, like, I, I'm going to be able to go to someone to have that discussion and get that advice. So it's something that I'm like slowly but surely learning how to be okay with. Um, I think it, like I said, it was something that I resented for so long, but yeah, I'm trying to see like the positive side of it, and it's weird, it's strange, like not having the same, you know, when you have those update calls with your friends, like not having the same things yeah. to like update your friends on. Right. Um, it's very weird, but like, um. And I'm learning, I'm still learning how to like navigate that because it's like, I think it's normal to be like, oh, well, I did X this weekend. Like, what'd you do? And then it's like mm-hmm. something completely different. And you're like, I don't really know what to comment on this. Right. Um, but yeah, it's it's definitely interesting. So yeah, I'm learning to see like the positive side of being on different life tracks. But like Lexi mentioned, comparison is the thief of joy. Comparison will kill you in the long run. I think a lot more people struggle with it than is spoken about obviously we know how society is working now we know how social media plays into things I would be saying absolutely nothing new if I just said what I know about all of that and I think it's obvious at this point in time we're in 2022 but um yeah it's definitely tough um it's something that I'm still trying to figure out how to get through every single day but I know that once you let go of those expectations of yourself and you let go of that timeline, I think life makes a little bit more sense and you don't take it as seriously for sure. I was going to say it's so trying, much more fun. Yeah. I think trying to stick to goals and checklists and timelines will like eat away at you so much. One, because like so much in life is like outside of your control that yeah. it's like – I think we mentioned this in Rachel's episode, but like learning how to let life like just happen. And it's Mm -hmm. like, damn, I wasn't planning for that, but sure. Where do we go from here? You know what I mean? Right. Um, Right. So a mix of all of that together. So that was mine was you're not behind and comparison will kill you. But I feel like 
we we still kind of had some similar ones, which is fine. But I think it's just easier to hone in on those and um, really emphasize them. But yeah, we hope you enjoyed 20-ish things we learned. <laughs> I was like, you know, um, I was trying to do the math in my head. And I'm like, I yeah. think we're closer to like, you know, maybe 12 that we actually yeah. got through. But, you know. Yeah, no. I was thinking we could like even still like write some down and be like, these are yeah. what you missed. But yeah, so obviously we don't have it all figured out um, as we say in our intro, but right. we don't have it all figured out. But I think this moment of reflection, this time of reflection for the both of us has been very insightful. Another birthday around the corner for me. Yeah. Um, entering the 24 club which is really exciting but yeah I'm learning how to be excited about it versus being down in the dumps and reminiscent of what could have been in the 23 just kind of excited to see what 24 is going to bring me so yeah yeah I'm excited too for you and for the rest of my 24 (laughs) I think 24 has been good to you so far you got a new apartment I think so too some stuff's happened trying to think yeah i've seen seen some places been some places mm-hmm. met some people but yeah yeah that's no, been good a lot of good things on the horizon too um but yeah victoria's point we're figuring out i think a lot of the things that we've mentioned even in between like this episode and the last episode are things that we've also kind of touched on here and there in other episodes um and so it's just us being vulnerable about kind of like what life has looked like for us um and we appreciate y'all listening following along if there are other things that you want us to touch on more, I guess, or in more detail, we always say, shoot, we could have a whole other episode about this. <laughs> um, so yeah, let us know and just know that if you're feeling any of those things too, you are not alone, sister or brother. Yeah. And if you're not feeling them yet, cause you're still in school, just give a couple years. <laughs> and now you have a guiding point. <laughs> People no, have been through it. But yeah, so if you made it this far, go rate the podcast, five stars, wherever you listen, and follow us on Instagram at the entry level pod to ease. And I guess we will see you guys in November. Yeah. Wow, Bye. crazy. Year's almost over. <laughs> <laughs> Bye.